Welcome to We Are His Servants Bible Study, a Bible study that breaks down each book chapter by chapter to give you a little bit more insight and application in your daily life. No matter how long you've walked with Jesus, there is something for you. Please hit the follow button and check us out on all major platforms. Now to the show. The new uh, intro. I like it. Yeah. I do. Yeah. Do you like it? I loved it. The new intro is you talk, way talking better. About like just Very the music. Profesh. The music. Yeah. So the music's on point. Dude, I used to sit in my. I used to sit in front of my computer and just like, it would just. Oh, it would. Yeah. I like it, it would a lot. burn me. You'll, <laughs> like, you'll get I'm, tired of this one too. I'm sure. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. And then we'll have to record another one, and that's fine. Yeah. But like. Ooh, every book change it. Ooh, we could. Oh. You know, I changed the font. Cool. I changed the font to the Instagram, like because every every chapter we do, I do an Instagram. Instagram has its own font. No, the, cool, the editing that's... thing that I use. Okay. It makes a picture. So each, like Matthew was like a certain font. So it would be like Matthew 1 in that font. And now Genesis has like this weird, I don't know what it's called. Old school font. Yeah, it's kind of like a weird. Yeah, like, like an old English <laughs> The beginning font. of language yeah. font. You've seen that old English font? I mean, you can't really read it. It's, no. It's that's fine. But it looks cool on prison yeah. tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, I just dropped my all right, <laughs> down with it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so chapter twelve. Welcome back, everybody. Um, we're doing great things today, going over chapter twelve, and so the beginning of chapter twelve. God tells Abram to leave from his country and gives him seven promises. The promises are, in verse two, I will make you into a great nation. And I will bless you. I will make your name great, and you will be be a blessing. My gosh, reading is hard today. I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you, I will curse. And all peoples of on earth will be a blessing through you. Sorry you had to endure that, uh, but that's that's basically the thing. Verse two, check it out yourself. Um, <clears throat> so just like Noah did. No questions asked. Um, he leaves for Haran, um, which is, if you look at a, a big map or the old Abrams Travels map, it's pretty cool. You could check it out, and it will give you like this kind of like goes north, northwest-ish, and then drops back down, southwest-ish. Um, yeah, so he leaves with no hesitation. As he travels, God speaks to him, and at some point in Canaan, he stops because God tells him, hey, this is it, and he builds this altar. And it's it's um, kind of a big point of the, the chapter is every time, God, every time God does speak to him, he realizes God's speaking to him and gives him, you know, the gratitude by building an altar and, and giving up something. Because as we spoke before, when in Matthew, when people travel in these days, you're not just traveling you and your wife and you know, your kid, you're, you're bringing a lot of things with you because you need your shelter, you need your food. So every time we can't just look at it as, oh, he took some rocks, stacked it and burned a an offering. Like he stopped everybody, probably set up camp, looked for these rocks, brought these rocks into this thing. So it's a, I mean, it's a big deal to stop and do this, um, do these offerings. And then also, if you've never been in the Middle East, there is like zero shade. So <laughs> dudes in the middle of the desert, putting these rocks together uh, to build this altar. 
which is pretty neat. All right, so at that point, uh, famine hits hard, and uh, Abram brings his family to Egypt. They knew Egypt was a already established uh, area. There was going to be food. Uh, the Egyptians were pretty wealthy, had good stock and everything, so he moves over there. When he gets to the outskirts, he basically tells his wife, hey, you're really, you're really good looking, so... <laughs> Uh, when we get in, you know, don't tell them we're married. You're my sister. Awkward, right? So they get yeah. in. Obviously, he already knew what was going to happen. Uh, the pharaohs and the, you know, the leadership in the area take his wife and do. There's there's not much to it. I mean, the pharaoh takes his wife and um, or his sister, air quotes. And then next thing you know, uh, the... Uh, Abram is given land, he's given uh, cattle, he's given sheep, he's given crops, and this is a big uh, big thing also because in that time, your wealth was rated on how many animals you had and how much livestock, how many, right. how many things you had. So he was doing good. His wife's over here being somebody else's wife. Like, weird things are happening. Um, uh, by the end of the chapter... The pharaoh comes down with uh, possibly, it doesn't say sexually transmitted disease, but they all come down with this uh, transmitted disease that whoever was with his wife. So pharaoh and Abram have a conversation, and again, doesn't really say too much about it, <clears throat> other than the fact that the pharaoh says, you know, why wouldn't you say this is your wife? Like, why why would you lie to us? Um Big takeaway from that is in Egypt, not only was wealth and or you know the size of your farm or whatever a big deal, but uh, being honest and truthful and you know spiritual was a big deal. So Abram like messed all that up all in one shot. So Abram, Lot, and his wife turn around and they get kicked out of Egypt, still during this uh, famine, and it ends up. With uh, them, yeah, getting kicked out and moving back towards Canaan where he started. So that's that's pretty much your recap. You got? Did I miss anything? No, that's definitely a, that's it. definitely a chapter twelve Bucky's recap if I ever heard one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the Bucky's recap. <laughs> Perfect. <coughs> I, I mean, I, I, there wasn't much. There's not much to it. It's yeah. a it's a pretty quick and easy read. And if you have like the Bible app, um. Yeah, it, it's got a lot of uh, key notes in there. And well, if you have a study Bible, there's a lot of notes in this. There's, there's a lot of notes except for verses 14 to 20. Everyone likes to ignore those because it's like, oh, she's your sister. You're just going to – your sister, your wife, but your sister. So, and, I mean, it is his half-sister, actually, if you look into it. So it's like a half-truth. Yeah. But, like, there's not a lot of people who like to commentate on, like, him giving his wife away to be someone else's wife. It's strange. I mean, it's a strange story anyway. Yeah, and, and, you know, just kind of glancing back at it, in 17, it says, But the Lord inflicted serious disease on the Pharaoh and his household because of Abram's wife, Sarah. So maybe it wasn't an SD, but I think it's it's fair to say that, you know, at some point, and this is this is a long time. You, you know, we're reading it in sentences, so we think like, oh, he moved, and then a day later he got with his girl, and, or told his wife to go with the Pharaoh. And then a day later, they all got to, this is like 
time, right? So yeah. um, it's going to come into our application portion of this chapter when we talk about it's on God's time. And when you think you're doing right, you know, just double check back in because you might not be doing right. Um, and God was probably just watching this all happen and said, like, I'm, I'm tired of this because, you know, Abram came from a very, uh, like, he wasn't super wealthy. He was just a normal dude who was righteous enough for God to pick him to move. And then God picks this guy to move. And then some of the big, and we talked about before, how Gen- how the author of Genesis, God, wanted to highlight certain things. And it's fun that he highlights the fact of how wealthy Abram became in, in Pharaoh, oh, in, yeah. in Egypt. Huge. And Usually. Egyptians Huge. were uh, definitely not on that level of, they had different gods. So now yeah. we're toting the line where, you know, we actually talked about it Sunday where he he's taking from people who don't even believe in his own God. And he's becoming rich and building his own prosperity off of people who, again, don't believe in his own God. So I'm sure God got angry and said, well, let's put a wall up on this, disease everybody. And then move out. So, yeah, I know you and I talked about that whole weird Abram Sarai thing a little bit um, the other day over at my my house, and it, it's it's strange. And I, I started I did a little bit of looking too, and the only thing I found on it really was so obviously God, like we talked about, God has these huge plans for Abram in his life, and he's going to be like the you know the the grandfather of the Jewish nation and all this stuff. So the, what I what I kind of found too on this whole um, Sarai slash disease thing that got spread through is that it might have been some sort of God's interdiction. Like, all right, he's obviously going down a wrong path. How can I get him back on track? Right. Hmm. I, I'm going to do this this plague that, and I don't, I don't understand exactly how does this plague tie into the Pharaoh realizing that Sarai is his wife, not his sister. So I'm, and, and that's and that's kind of where I thought like the whole sexually transmitted disease like was she just staying at the palace all the time or was she leaving out of the palace and coming back and then they all came down with this thing and he was like well how why would you do this with your sister and that's like kind of how he found maybe, out maybe it was like COVID thirteen COVID thirteen yeah, <laughs> super old nobody was wearing their mask social distancing Sarah yeah social. Yeah, it, it definitely is like a little bit of an awkward topic, no doubt about it. It's definitely avoided. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, I kind of see it as uh, him just being really selfish. Like we all think about it, yeah. Abram, like, wow, how could you do that? Like what's going on? But like his reasoning behind it was protection for his own life. Yeah. He had no thought or empathy about his wife whatsoever. Like yeah. you're about to let your wife be... Like basically throwing her to the wolves, saying yeah. like, "Oh yeah. yeah, she's my sister. Yeah. Go ahead and have her." Like, <laughs> that's my sister. Yeah, good that's, luck. <laughs> that, yeah, exactly. Like that's like super selfish when yeah. you think about it. And I, I couldn't agree more. I think God saw that he was down on a wrong path and interdicted. Yeah, hit the nail on the head. But it, it's such a weird. <laughs> the grace, of, <laughs> the grace of God, you know, doesn't. The, you know, it, it it plays through the whole Bible, and it says that you know they left with everything that they were given. Yeah. So was yeah. that was that a plan? You know, like was that what a part of God's plan was like, okay, let's let's get them because we're going to need some things, you know, down the road and he did have to get out of this think, famine. Well, didn't he give that stuff away? All the uh the to the uh, re, not the reward the what they call it here. A lot. No, um, to, um all, are you talking about all the all the camels and 
donkeys and stuff that he was given from Pharaoh? I don't think he yeah. gave anything away. He didn't? Uh, I, I don't remember reading that either. No. I, and I mean, I don't know if that would have been God's plan for, I mean, obviously, one would. I don't think God would want Aaron to lie, like, randomly, like, here, throw, throw your wife's sister out there. But no, I, I, I don't. Think, I don't think so think, either. But I think the great, the grace of God and God knowing that we're going to fail at all times. He, he has like a. He's like because he could have made it worse. He could, God could have been like, and now all your sheep are dead. Yeah, I mean, I think I think <laughs> there's a, there's like the perfect will of God where you should be doing, which he didn't, and there's like the permissive will. Like, mm-hmm. all right, you didn't do the right thing, but I'm still God. I'm still in control. So. Yeah. Bam, they're all afflicted with this thing and now now she's your now she's your wife. Sounds you like it sounds like everyday life. Like we're constantly yeah. we're constantly <laughs> messing up every yeah. day and what does God do? Oh man. Like he doesn't yeah. treat us like yeah. we're supposed to be treated or like how we should be treated. Right. We still he, get uh, blessings. He lets us keep the blessings just like he let Abram keep the blessings. Yeah. And I, I think um mm-hmm. when we get to the application we'll talk about, you know, uh men's wants and needs, or humans wants and needs and what God wants and needs, and then how do they how do they clash? Like what you think is right for you and your family sometimes isn't right for you and your family oh, by God. So stay tuned for that. We'll see you guys tomorrow on that one. Tomorrow. You guys good? Yeah, we'll see them on Tuesday. Oh, Tomorrow's Tuesday. You. Putting it all together. <laughs> yeah. Good. I have a schedule. Schedules. <laughs> Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. It is John, Matt, and Nick. You know, our thing and our big takeaway from everything that we're doing right now is to help you find Christ. Without him, we would be nothing, and this podcast would be nothing. In Romans 10, 13. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. And that's all you need to do. You need to profess your love for Jesus Christ, open your heart, and let him into your life. Uh, Find a friend, tell them, pray about it, do whatever you got to do. But there's a reason that you are listening to this podcast. If you're already saved, go save a friend.